Hey folks, it's me, Kania. Um, I want to apologize for releasing this when I am, because we recorded it like three days after Halo Infinite came out, and now it's been like three weeks, and these aren't, these are very, very first impressions. We've played a shitload of the game since then, and uh, yeah, I don't know. So I hope you like hearing our voices say things you probably already knew. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get back on track in the new year, probably. Uh, in, until then, enjoy whatever theme song I've chosen for this episode. Welcome back. I just assault rifled that toilet with my urine. That's disgusting. <laughs> Wait, does it? It comes out in bursts. <laughs> it did that time. <laughs> Horrible. I you cracked the porcelain. It's like a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit, a little bit, a little bit. You need to get your prostate checked. <laughs> uh, and on that note, welcome to Co-op Button, the fifteen-minute podcast where we talk about piss, mostly just piss but occasionally co-op games. Um, this week, we, like every person I know, played <laughs> Halo Infinite. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it now. Um, yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to say, but uh, you want to hit that uh, patented hold co-op on, button? Oh, oh, go what's ahead. Your, what's your name? Oh, fuck. Fuck me. I don't know. I think my name's uh, Kania. <laughs> I, 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 I'm the goddamn milkman. Hell yeah. Sorry about that. I forgot that we do that. (laughs) Three, two, one, boop. Boop. So Halo Infinite came out free this week, and it's like Halo multiplayer only, but there's a battle pass, and... You shoot people like you do in Halo. I can't imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you don't know what the hell Halo is. <laughs> yeah, so, and let's get this out of the way. The progression is garbage. Uh, the battle pass is $10, but then it also costs $10 for each cut, you know, skin that you can buy, uh, which is miserable. Um, all the free-to-play stuff is absolute hot garbage, but the actual base game is, I think, interesting and worth talking about. That's That's where I stand on that. Here's where I stand on it the the customization stuff like there's one color i was tempted by till i saw it was ten dollars <laughs> then i'm like i look at most of it i'm like oh i don't even i don't even care it's yeah. so bad that it like it's better because who gives a shit <laughs> yeah i know it's it's so intensely awful like, but i put in the battle bad. money i put in ten dollars once to get the other stuff along the way and to support yeah. and yada yada um i'm certainly going to buy the battle pass because i've played let's see how many hours of this have i played 6.7 hours since it came out that's the most i've played a single video game in like a month so yeah it's it's, it's good seven. yeah and yeah. i'll be putting in more i purposely exactly. only playing like a couple hours a night or so because then they start to get edgy and then um it's like good. me and Rocket League. I can't play Rocket League anymore because it sets me on edge. <laughs> so. Yeah. So what's interesting about Infinite, I guess, is I've only played Halos 1 through 4 with the edge cases along the way, but for multiplayer sake, 1 through 4. And 
not five. So I don't know what five was like at all. But yeah, what's funny to me is this is a dis- a distillation. I'd say closest to Halo Three. There are elements of Halo Four in it, but it it really is like interesting because they're basically only allowing you to be in big maps or small mm-hmm. maps the small stuff is four on four and then the big maps are what it's three squads of four so 12 on 12, 12. yeah um, and the squads are just loose so that you have somebody to follow but it literally doesn't matter it's just 12 v 12 oh it matters but um yeah uh, <laughs> only if uh, only if people are paying attention <laughs> yeah that's the problem there's a lot of ui elements that are actually subtly pretty nice but the problem is your average halo player seems to have an iq lower than your average video game player which is a problem. i i think the free to play thing is an issue with that like i think you get a lot of people yes. joining and playing a few rounds and then just never playing again and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but it is a little bit like hey we're playing capture the flag that means you ca- you capture the the flag <laughs> that's the yeah. flag over there it's on the ui at all times and they're just like oh i don't know um, I, I, yeah so the but the halo parts there they they've changed yeah. the weapons up a little bit so the assault rifle is as i've always described it like a bullet dispenser yeah. it shoots out bullets randomly within a circle so your aim is kind of shit but if you're in a nice you know uh three paces away range or whatever um it's deadly as hell yeah, it's extremely deadly. And in fact, I'd say it's it's in the top five weapons. It's easy to use. You, the range is decent. Like if you, you know, look down the sights or whatever, you can get pretty good range. Um, and yeah, it's it's if you unload a full clip into someone, they die. It doesn't matter. Like if you hit them in the head, they die faster. But if you were to go chest, 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 like they, they will die. Um, so it's a good, you know, it's a good all rounder. And you, you come with the, the pistol, the classic Halo pistol. Of course, not at all like the classic Halo pistol because it's not an overpowered sniper rifle. But, <laughs> you know, it's a good backup weapon. 12 shots, bam, bam, bam. You know, you can pull it out like nothing. Um, well, and the range on it is huge. Yeah, it's, it, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it, it, it just doesn't, it's still kind of a pea shooter. So you're looking at like, you want to take their armor down with the one gun. And then if you, you know, instead of reloading, you pull out the pistol and you just pop up up um is the if you general idea three headshots i think you can kill them in a clip yeah um, and yeah. yeah it's good and there's some interesting newer weapons that are like these electric rifles or electric pistols that are really good on shields not so great on health um, yeah there's a shitload of weapons like just so many and some of them have alt fires which somebody had to tell me like um there's the one that i forget what it's called but it shoots them like in a, a horizontal line. Oh yeah, uh, and then you can, yes, yeah. You right click and it turns it into a vertical line, which is like, oh shit! Like that's really powerful. Versus the horizontal line, I was not finding that much use for. Um, like, oh well, shit, this is cool. The reason the horizontal is great on that gun is because the bullets bounce. Uh, oh, they do. Yeah, that's true. Depending on the distance, so like if you get them in a nice hallway and you hit it horizontal, like you're going to be hitting them a lot. The nice part about verticals, you nail them with that vertical shot. Two they two shots, they die. <laughs> down. Well, if they like, if they're if they have any attrition on them, um, they're pretty much dropping immediately. Yeah. Uh, um, but there's like, and, and they've also split weapons so that like there's wep- there's normal weapons that respawn. They're at fixed points, but they're different each like 
time you play, it seems like sometimes there's also super weapons, so sniper rifles, rocket launchers, stuff like that, um, right. which are sort of publicly announced when they spawn. Um, mm-hmm. You've got classic Halo vehicles. I mean, like it feels to me like if any first person shooter is a party game, Halo is a, is a party game. <laughs> like it's especially in that 12 V 12 mode, it's chaotic it's loud, it's kind of stupid, and you're spongy. Like, you can take a lot of damage before you go down, so it's not like Call of Duty, where it's just, like, a few bullets and you're dead. Like, it's a party game, and and anyone can just throw their body into the mix and have a good time with it. That's how I feel about this, at least. I didn't really play Halo multiplayer before, like, at all. So this is all kind of fresh to me. So what's interesting to me is there's a lot in this game that is pushing to be that that pushes off of design elements that other shooters have done that Halo could learn from, and in some cases they did. So there are callouts, so people know when they're being shot at, or mm-hmm. there's kind of a thing to look at. It's really good at pointing out the objectives. It's really good at pointing out the enemy versus the friendlies because of the color schemes aren't there because you get to customize yourself so they're addressing it yeah um, the, and there's a lot of the map design that makes it different terrain but it's a lot easier to read and it's a lot less vertical play than other maps have been in halo before which mm-hmm. means the radar is useful and if you realize you're on top you're like near someone but they aren't there you're like oh they're the level above or below me and it's like easier to lock in as opposed to these like four level maps where you're like i've like i'm not even gonna look at the radar anymore because <laughs> it means about nothing um all the elements have kind of been taken into play and make sure that everything's relatively useful at most any given moment um and yeah there's maneuver things that you can get so there's like everybody was complaining about the hook shot when that came in and we'll see how that goes in the single player but who will care at that point but um <laughs> what i think is interesting is the slingshot in multiplayer is actually really cool it's disposable so when you pick it up you get uh, i think it's four and it depends sh- on the pickup sometimes it's oh, three okay. sometimes it's two sometimes it's four i fully don't understand that. i think it's four <laughs> but if you pick it up from someone who used it and they used oh, one maybe that's what i've been doing yeah yeah so um it only has so much range but then if you hook onto something you can just kind of bypass some terrain or like do something unexpected and what that means yeah. for a player is like sometimes someone's just gonna pop out of something from nowhere but if you hear this you're like <laughs> Oh, Oh, okay, let's, where are they, you know? Yeah, Um, well, apparently you can, if you hook onto a vehicle, you can hijack it as soon as you get in range which is fucking awesome you can pick up items from range i guess i don't know what happens when you hit another player like that hook i feel like should be 
the default. I think you should just have that because I think that would, or at least there should be a mode where everyone has unlimited grappling because I think that if people had a chance to get used to the usefulness of it, instead of feeling like it's a limited use item that they want to save, like you could see some really cool shit coming out and Mm -hmm. then people would know to use it in regular matches because like the other Q, so Q is the button on the keyboard that uses all these additional items. They don't do much for me. There's like a shield you can put down. There's something that repels explosives. There's a, a little boost you can do in midair. That's kind of like the grapple in, in a way. Um, but the grappling hook seems to have the most potential to me. And I want to play around with it more, but I never have it. Yeah, I, that is kind of a problem. One thing I learned is like anytime I get any of these items, just kind of start dicking around with it because I'm going to yeah. die and lose it. So it's better for me to learn my lesson. So when I have it, I can hopefully hold, you know, be more useful. You have to be very, and I think that's the funny thing. Like, cause I said, Halo is a party game, but they have a ton of depth here too. Like there's a, there's a crouch slide now, which you have to be running and then crouch and then you can slide. And I'm like, I never do that. I have to purposefully practice that because otherwise it just isn't going to happen. Um, but I, somebody today, they were, you know, I was about to kill them. They just went immediately into a slide and I didn't get enough damage and they popped up and meleeed me and just killed me. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's intense. Like there's some real, like locomotion thing going on here it feels like shit to slide but it seems very useful but i I have to practice it i have to be very purposeful about that i think there's going to be a level of play that's going to pop out of this i really truly suspect that this game in a lot of ways is going to be great in three months in a way it isn't right now um for a few factors a Right now, the software side of this game is shit. We had a lot of lost connections, matches, trying to get together to play was a problem because there was a desync between Steam and the game. My Steam overlay Um, crashed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And there's a a lot of crashes going on with this game. Effectively, it is a beta right now. It's hard to complain because you're you're playing for free, and I'm not blaming them per se, but it is, for all intents and purposes, a beta that's just not being called a beta, which is... uh, fine um but I, it's weird that that's happening and that we're in a place with that now where they're just gonna be like it's version 2.0 and it functions as software now basically i imagine um yeah. the news has all been about the progression of the battle pass system or the leveling system which we kind of talked about like it's mostly cosmetic stuff and it's there i do wish they allow you to power level through like the first 10 levels just so that people could have enough customization to vary amongst themselves a little bit more that would actually help that Um, would be nice it would feel feel good to be able to do that basically and um it, this game takes a while to load into. Uh, it takes a, a long a time for me. <laughs> and there's a problem there that isn't necessarily their fault, but this is a next-gen game that's pushing for ubiquity that has hardware running against it in a way that a lot of games I've been playing don't. Um, yeah. This is really pushing it on my PC, and I have to use a lot of lower settings where... Up until a few months ago, I was able to run every game on high. Now that this next-gen stuff is coming, I'm running into a lot of hurdles. And the problem is, is I can't just throw money at it and upgrade unless I'm really throwing money at it because of everything going on right now, which is, like I said, not necessarily their fault, but I wish they were a little more diligent about how they went about some of the medium settings. Because for me to get to medium, basically, I need... I have a four gigahertz 
gig or I have four gigs on my graphics card. And in order for me to get to medium, I need 4.3 gigabytes of available, which I'm like, <sighs> they didn't think that through because it's basically just past a threshold. Yeah. And um, they didn't account for that with the settings, which is I'm sure something more people have run into and I've been thinking about forever. So maybe that's more of a thing, but it is me looking at it going and mm, that's that should have been more intelligently handled yeah i've I've had some performance issues with it and it i, I think there's a lot of caching issues right now too like the first mm-hmm. time i load a map the first time i load any map takes a long time mm-hmm. but then the second time i load any map not even the same map it's way faster i was like what and yeah the game t- takes four or five minutes to boot for me <laughs> it's a long. it's long i think um, it'll be faster once you uh reset some stuff but yeah um, yeah well we'll see i mean I, I i have my doubts based on some previous experiences with borderlands 3 and whatnot but yeah it's it's definitely it's a hefty game right now and i don't think it's going to get a, t- a ton better although i have already noticed performance like increases i think they patched it so i don't know i don't know though well it we'll see a beta uh, thing coming through they're finding a lot of things to just catch yeah. up um so i i mean overall this is great but i i really suspect in a few months it's going to be incredible and i'm gonna love it even more but it's so much more fun than i expected to have like i i've played with some bigger groups too it's it fucking rules like i just have not had this much fun with just a a straight competitive game in a long time. I think part of it is is the fact that you're always on a team. It's either teams of four or teams of 12. You can play deathmatch, but you have to do a custom match. It's just not as fun anyway. Um, So I like the the cooperative and it's, it's pretty goddamn old school. You know, we're talking static weapons that respawn on timers and, you know, power ups and like, there we go. It's just, Oh, there you go. But yeah, I don't know. It, everybody pretty much looks the same, which is kind of, I think, unintentional. But it's pretty old school. I've been enjoying it. Um, it's a lot of fun. I and it's free. It's hard not to recommend. Like just, just kind of see how it where it takes you. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, but if you're running on an older system, may not yeah. be able to make it go. Yep, exactly. Which is a bummer. I have a couple of friends who I'd love to play with, and they just can't. So it's like, ah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, high, highly recommended. Don't spend too much money on it. That's how I would feel about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Do not waste your hard-earned money on some of the worst skins I've ever seen. <laughs> um, cool. Well, any anything else? I think I'm good. I could probably go on, but we're good. And then... yeah, I mean, it's kind of a summary. Like, like if we encounter any like unique or, or interesting things to talk about with this game, I think because I, I I suspect we'll be playing more of it. Um, I think we could certainly do another episode more in depth about like certain modes or tactics or playing on, you know, with bigger groups or something like that. But as you know, it's only been out a few days anyway, and I'll try and put this out on the feed right away. Um, you know, I think it's a pretty, pretty good overview. And, and if you're on, if you were like on the fence about it, I, I genuinely recommend just download it, give it a shot. Um, because it's it's way more fun than I expected to have. I expected to play it one night and uninstall it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. cool.
right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, uh, da, 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 follow us on <laughs> Twitter at Co-op Button. Uh, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but I am on the SelectBun.net forums occasionally as uh, Vasilcania, which is like Castlevania, but but you, it's a spoonerism. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell anyone anything? Uh, you missed our push against NFTs. Oh, oh yeah, I haven't been on Twitter for like a month. So yeah. <laughs> fuck NFTs. <laughs> I somehow ended because Discord was doing NFTs. I just put a few oh. things like, please don't basically yeah um, please don't <laughs> and then some nft bros like came on they're like well what's your problem with nfts i was like it's the same problem everyone has with nfts the environmental costs are like well electricity co-. i'm like no 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 and i pulled up some like an article that summarizes it like oh. it's just an insane amount of electricity like yeah. one artistic studio was like one nft transaction was the equivalent of six years of electricity a little more Fuck. even um, they're, they're, you know, six years of everything else. Like, it's just not, it's an uh, insane amount. Well, and they're also almost universally aesthetically garbage. They're just ways for people to, like, basically launder money through art like they've always been doing. It's a waste of time and money. And I mean, uh, the financial side is more whatever because money stuff is always dubious and weird because yeah. it's just it, it is ethereal but <laughs> the environmental damage thing is, is so so con. consistent yeah and it sucks so bad like if these people are just fucking around wasting their money and it was like the amount of energy for like a tweet or two per transaction like yeah who cares yeah yeah like Which, a paypal transaction is nothing right like <laughs> and all these companies well i mean i know all it's a big switch but I mean, all these companies have to do is move from roof of work to proof of stake as far as ownership and we're basically there yeah and even that is still really dubious but it's still it's it's still better i mean the whole thing is just don't do nfts folks just don't do it i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah. well there you go well thanks for making us uh thanks thanks for dealing with the way of nft bros i'm sure that will continue showing up every time we mention it <laughs> all right well have a good night everyone or if you're listening to this in the day pause it until night all right you're back have a good night and uh we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be back later bye Thank you for listening to that episode. The music in this episode was, uh, the intro was from a game on the Amiga called KGB. The song is Exo Love. The middle song is Halo Theme Kazoo Orchestra featuring My Desk. Find it on YouTube. And then the song you're listening to right now is from Unreal Tournament PC. It's called Foregone Destruction. Enjoy the ending of the song I'm racing so you can still hear it. Bye!